Hello, friends. Welcome to Resting Church Face, a podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Allen, and this is episode 17. And this week, we're going to be talking about something that I am really good at, and that is being super clumsy, specifically the ability to fall in any social situation. So sit back, relax, know where your first aid kit is. I know exactly where mine is, and let's talk about it. When I was in college, I was following a girl out of the Arts and Sciences building. And when we reached the lawn, she fell. But when I say she fell, I don't mean she stumbled. I mean, she really fell, like dropped all of her stuff, rolled twice on the lawn, like two full revolutions. But before anybody could help her, she leapt up like a gazelle gathered everything that she had dropped, and continued walking like nothing had happened. And for just a second, she looked back over her shoulder, presumably to see if anybody had witnessed, you know, her her near death. And we made eye contact. And in that moment, I was just like, I get it. I understand. We just exchanged that wordless, I got you. Because here's the deal. As girls, I have this theory. We will be upfront about everything most of the time when it comes to injuries, like, you know, if we're in a car accident or we cut ourselves, I mean, like we'll acknowledge that we've hurt ourselves. But for some reason, if we fall, especially over nothing but our own feet, we would rather die than admit that anything hurts or that we actually fell. We want everyone to ignore it and continue with life as normally as possible, like nothing has happened. Just keep walking. So I started thinking about all of this because I hurt my leg this week, not in a fall, ironically. And I started chronicling all of the injuries I have sustained over my life. And I realized that most of them are because I have fallen somewhere. I am that person that can fall up the stairs, down the stairs. I can find that one patch of ice in a completely clear parking lot and slip on it. It doesn't have to be a dangerous situation for me to land on my butt, back, side, front, face. It doesn't matter. I think I've done them all. But I feel like over the years, I have sort of perfected falling with a little bit of grace, especially in the aftermath. So if you also struggle with clumsiness, particularly falling in in opportune moments like a funeral, which I did, and we're going to talk about it, I have a lot of lessons to share. So let's talk about the art of falling with a little bit of dignity. The first time I can remember falling in a really embarrassing way was when I was in fourth grade. We had gone home with the preacher's kids at a church we were ministering at, and it was on a Sunday. So we were going to play with them all afternoon, like after lunch, and then come back to church that night. So These kids in their backyard, they had a little creek with a little footbridge over it that was handmade. And we were all kind of running up and down, running over that bridge, running back and just playing games or whatever. At some point, I somehow turned around really fast to say something to somebody. And I still really don't know how this happened, but my leg went through the bridge, but not through the boards. Like it went in between the slats on the bridge, the little wooden planks, And then I was stuck. So I was stuck, like not standing, but not sitting. I was just kind of hanging there. And of course, I began to scream because I had fallen through a bridge. (laughs) 
And so the little girl that I was playing with began to scream. My sister began to scream. So they all ran back inside to get their family. And they came back outside with the teenage son, like their teenage brother. He was probably 13. But in my mind, this was the most humiliating thing that had ever happened to me. Because he ran up to me and he put his hands under my armpits. His face was like a centimeter for mine. And I remember he looked at me and he said, just try not to think about it. I remember being like, are you crazy? I am dangling from a bridge. I am going to think about it. But I tried to calm down. And I realized in that moment that I was more embarrassed that this 13-year-old guy that, you know, was kind of cute was having to hold my body up from this bridge. I was more embarrassed about that than I was admitting that my leg might actually hurt also and that I was a little bit scared. So they did manage to cut me out of the bridge. Yes, they had to cut me out of this bridge. (laughs) And I was fine. I just had a scraped leg. And I think that's when I decided that I would rather be in pain than be embarrassed, which is not a good lesson. So I would like to say, if you ever find yourself at any time in your life dangling from a bridge of any height, it is absolutely okay to acknowledge the fact that you might have hurt yourself. You know how someone does one thing when you first meet them, and in your mind they are forever the person who blank? And this is especially if you're not friends with this person. You just saw them do something and then you see them again and that's what you always think. And I say this because my freshman year at Samford, the very first week, they held a talent show. And they invited all the incoming freshmen, if they had any sort of talent, to participate. And a surprising number of people decided to sing and dance and do different things. I was not one of those people because I really wanted to just be completely anonymous. But there was a girl who I believe her name was Helen. I don't think I ever actually learned her name because she performed a human video to Rebecca St. James' song, God. And she was the only person in this human video. And it was the kind of thing where you feel like a youth group probably did this at her church where they, you know, enacted the song. This was a big thing in like the late 90s, early 2000s. But I remember sitting in the audience and watching this girl And thinking, no, 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 no. Because every time I saw her after that, everyone referred to her as the girl who did the human video. And I remember thinking, that would be awful if that were to happen to me. If I became known for something really embarrassing. But it wasn't even like a month later that I did something equally embarrassing. So at Sanford, everybody has to live in the dorms for the first year. So this night... (laughs) was the night of a big fraternity dance. And so all of the fraternity guys were coming up to the freshman girls' dorm room to pick up their sorority dates for this big dance. And I was coming back from the cafeteria. Of course, I was not in a sorority. And I was just trying to get through the lobby to get to the stairwell to get up to my dorm room. And I had to go up three stairs, three stairs in the lobby to get to the door to the stairwell. So all of these fraternity guys, all of these sorority girls are in the lobby and they look fantastic. I'm just trying to keep my head down. And what do I do? I fall up those three stairs and I fall directly onto my face. And I just laid there. (laughs) 
I could feel everybody looking at me and everybody got quiet. And after what seemed like 18 years of just laying there, I slowly rolled myself up. I stood up and immediately did the Carrie Strug Olympic USA and no one laughed. So this is when I learned two lessons. One, don't just lay there. Stand up if you're not hurt. And two, don't make a joke because nobody's going to laugh. I was so embarrassed, but I thought maybe it wasn't as bad as you thought. Maybe everybody will forget this. And the next week I went into my history class and there was a guy in that class that I thought was really cute. His name was Tyler. And he turned around for the first time and he looked at me and he said, hey, I think I know you. And I was like, oh, and he goes, you're the girl that fell. So my sophomore year, I transferred to a college right outside of Atlanta called Clayton State. And I auditioned for their opera program and I got in. I was really excited. And we were going to be doing this huge show called A Night at the Opera with Shakespeare. And basically the show was a bunch of different scenes of different operas that were Shakespearean plays, but they were operas based on those plays. And I had a little bit, bit parts in all of the scenes, a lot of them, but I had one big role and I had landed the part of Ophelia in Hamlet. And my scene was that I had to be kind of crazy. It's where she's lost her mind and she has to wander around in a nightgown singing nonsense. But I was really nervous and I took it very seriously. And I decided that I needed to look the part of a sickly Elizabethan woman. And so what did I do? I just decided I wouldn't eat. So I really, you know, terrible decision. But I was starving by the day before we were going to have this opera. So it literally was the dress rehearsal night. And right before we went into the dress rehearsal, I realized I really hadn't had much to eat the whole day. And I really was hungry. And I thought, you know what? There is a vending machine on the second floor of the Arts and Sciences building. And I'm just going to go up there and I'm going to get a soda and I'm going to get a candy bar. So I did. I went up to the second floor. I got a Nutty Buddy and a Mountain Dew. I will never forget this Nutty Buddy and Mountain Dew because of what happened next. So I was coming back down the hallway. I was so excited because I just really wanted this Nutty Buddy and this Mountain Dew. And I remember looking down because you could look down on the second floor to see the people sitting in the lobby. And I was looking down and I could see the guy that I kind of had a crush on was there. And everybody else that was in the opera, we were all sitting in the lobby waiting to go into this rehearsal. And I started to go down this huge flight of stairs. And I'm never really going to be sure, I think, what happened in this moment. I don't know if I missed a step. I don't know. But I went down. But instead of bracing myself and catching myself on the stairs, breaking my fall, I decided that the Nutty Buddy and the Mountain Dew were much more important. And so what did I do? I just threw my hands up in the air and traveled all the way down the stairs on my butt. In fact, people that were in the lobby said that they saw my hands go up and my body disappear because there was, you know, a banister that was kind of covered. They saw my hands travel all the way down the stairs, bump, 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 all the way to the bottom. When I hit the bottom, I knew, I knew that something bad had occurred. And everybody jumped up and they were like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I knew I wasn't fine. 
my butt hurt so badly that when I stood up, it was completely numb except for this like resounding gong feeling inside my body. But I looked down and I still had the Mountain Dew and the Nutty Buddy. And I'm going to be honest, I was kind of proud of that. So I went and I acted like nothing was wrong. I ate my Nutty Buddy and my Mountain Dew, went into the rehearsal. And by the time I went into rehearsal, I realized that I think I had really hurt myself. And in fact, I had ended up breaking my tailbone. And I had to sit on pillows for the next like four months because there's really nothing you can do for a broken tailbone. I also had a bruise that went from right below my butt all the way to my knees that lasted forever. So the lesson I learned on this one, so I guess this is lesson number four, is if you find yourself about to fall down, let's say a flight of stairs, and you're holding food in your hand and you're hungry, let go of the food. There will be more food. Stop yourself from falling. The food is less important. And the opera, surprisingly, I was able to get through with no problem. However, I watched it not that long ago on DVD. And there is a part where I'm supposed to sit at the very end of the song. I'm supposed to collapse onto this bench very dramatically and, you know, put my head in my hands because I'm supposed to be sobbing. And you can see that I try to sit down and I'm like, <laughs> but I think it really just added to the overall illusion that I was unhinged. Several years ago, I was asked to sing at a funeral for my great Aunt Estelle, and I was asked to sing with my mom and my sister. And I believe that Aunt Estelle was 90 years old when she passed away, so her funeral was really well attended. It was held at her church in our hometown, and the viewing was held just before the, the funeral service. So everybody was already seated, and it was about five minutes before the service began, and they asked us to come sit up on the stage um, so we could be near the piano when the service began. And so I was walking up the stairs with my mom and my sister, and my cousin John was also there. And I was wearing this really long black skirt. And as I was passing the casket, I stepped on the hem of my skirt, and I felt myself beginning to trip. But it was kind of like a scene in a horror movie, but in slow motion. I could feel myself falling directly towards the casket. And at the last second, I managed to kind of maneuver myself. I did bump the casket because I heard everyone in the congregation go, <gasps> but I did sort of like a somersault and then landed on the stage just sitting there. And I know that my cousin John tried to go to help me, but my sister was like, just act like it didn't happen. I heard her say that. And I agreed with her. I was like, nobody acknowledged this moment. <laughs> Because I just sat there and then I calmly got up, walked to the piano, and took my seat. So here's lesson number five. It is possible in the middle of a fall to change your trajectory if you try hard enough. Because I can't imagine what it would have been like if I had actually hit Aunt Estelle's open casket with the full force of my body. I would not be recording this podcast episode because I would have died from the humiliation. However, the service was lovely.
And now we come to my most majestic moment as a person who falls. It really was a perfect storm of all the experience I had acquired. And it was kind of beautiful. It was almost a ballet of sorts. So a couple of years ago, I went on my lunch break to Starbucks to get coffee for myself and a coworker. Everything was going great. I parked in a, my normal spot, which was next to the curb and next to a tree and some bushes. I went in, I got the coffee, I came back out and I'm holding the coffee in both hands and I'm trying to get to my keys and that's when it happened. I stepped off the curb in a weird way and I felt myself going down. But it would have been really easy for me to catch myself if I had let go of the coffee, but I was like, no, the coffee is important. I paid a lot of money for this coffee because it is Starbucks and I'm not going to drop it. So I managed to pivot and get back up onto the curb, but I still was tipping and I could feel myself tipping backwards. So I stepped backwards, still falling, but in the slowest way possible. And I felt myself hit the back of a tree. So, okay. I was like, the tree is now behind me. So I then just slowly, very slowly slid down the tree and ended up sitting on a bush at the base of the tree. And I do mean sitting directly on the bush. It was the slowest fall I think anyone has ever witnessed. And there was a man that was sitting outside Starbucks at one of their outdoor tables. The fall was so slow that he got up to help me as I began to fall. And by the time I was actually sitting on the bush, he had been standing in front of me trying to offer me a hand that I refused to give him because I had coffee in both hands. But he'd been there for a while, just watching me slowly slide down a tree to sit on the bush. And when I stood up, not only had I sat on the bush, I had cleaved the bush in two, kind of like the Red Sea and Moses. <laughs> I murdered the bush. And every year I commemorate this fall, this moment, where I slid down the tree in the slowest way possible, and killed a bush, but saved the coffee. I post about it every year. It's the day that will forever be commemorated as my most graceful and coffee-saving fall. And that brings us to our final lesson, which is that you too one day could experience a perfect fall, one in which you are able to change your trajectory, slow it down, Keep yourself from being injured and save your coffee. It really can all culminate in a beautiful moment that you'll remember forever. Although I'm not sure that the bush I murdered would say the same. So I watched a movie this week that is honestly one of the best movies I've seen in a really long time. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called Vengeance. It was written and directed by BJ Novak. If you watch The Office, you know that that's Ryan. I will say that this, before you know, I start telling you about it, that it is not a kid's movie. So it's got some adult themes, drugs and death. But I think it's best if you don't know too much about the plot going in. I'll just tell you that it is about a podcaster who decides to investigate the death of a girl whose family claims 
that she did not die from an accidental overdose like the police claim, but that someone has murdered her. And BJ Novak plays the lead character who wants to be a podcaster. Guys, I thought I knew the way that this movie was going. Like the whole time, I was like, oh, it's this kind of movie. And I kind of settled into it. Ashton Kutcher is in this movie. And I was, I mean, I was enjoying it the whole time because it's a great movie. But I will say the last five minutes, I audibly gasped because something happens in the last five minutes that I absolutely did not see coming. And it's such a wonderful twist. It is a great ending. It's so satisfying. I just really think you'll like it. So Amazon Prime, Vengeance, you should watch it. guys that's it for this episode thank you so much for hanging out with me this week and thank you again for following and subscribing and leaving reviews on apple podcast and spotify it really does help people find the podcast and that means so much to me if you would like to find me on instagram it is super easy i am at resting church face i hope you have a fantastic week and let's get together again soon